0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic
1: basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. Three five through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented
0: by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts, since 1981.
1: High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is.
0: Now here's your host, Jake Chapman.
2: Welcome in, it's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you. The Magic in Chicago and celebrating today a win last night at United Center. And it came down to Apollo Bancaro. Uh, kind of turnaround around, fade away. Went about an 8-footer uh, with 1.4 seconds left. 1.1 1. 1, uh, to be more exact. And 96-94, the final score. Magic get out of what was basically a rock fight. With a win, they gave up a a 19-point second-half lead. Chicago surged on the uh, uh, big shoulders of Nick Vucevic, and then Zach Levine hit two big threes, tough highly contested threes in the last 17 seconds of the game to tie things up, but it was Paulo time, and uh, he backed down Alex Caruso, got a little hook shot up and in, and Patrick Williams didn't even get a shot off for the Bulls, Magic sneak out of there with a win, 96 the final. It's back at it tomorrow. You literally have to return to the scene of the crime and head back to United Center tomorrow night for an 8 o'clock tip. Pre-game will be at 7.30. We'll have it for you on the Magic Audio Network here on 96.9 The Game. And on the television side with this man, Ballet Sports Florida, uh, 7.30 for the pre and 8 o'clock for the call, Dante Marcatelli and Jeff Turner. D, your first game winner on the call last night at <laughs> United Center. Uh, we'll revisit it a little bit as we get to our call of the game later in the show, but uh, just give me your impressions. What was the energy like in the building last night? It probably felt like a gut punch at the end for Bulls fans, but
3: I know you and JT were riding high. Yeah, we were pretty excited. It was it was fantastic, and you know it's now a lesson learned uh, because I, I should know at the end of the game everybody's going to stand in front of you, and I saw I had a clear vantage point of Paolo backing down Caruso, so I saw that, but it looked to me through Jamal and through the officials and through the players on the sideline, that it was kind of a little baby hook, but it wasn't it was a full turnaround jump shot. So uh I got a little screened out on the actual shot, but I knew it was follow and I saw it go in. So that's all that matters. But how we get there how we get there doesn't matter. Hey, look, so now he, I know.
2: Dante he, he turned. I mean you know, when you when you get down to it the details there. The difference between a turnaround and a hook shot when you're four or five feet from the bucket. I mean, come that's on. Right. I think I, I think you're fine. You're, you're nitpicking at yourself a little too much here.
3: Yeah, that's right, that's right. But I, that was the only thing I was a little upset about. But uh, anyway, but I was I was I was thrilled. I was, you know, you have to, as you know, because you're calling the game. You have, and now I know to use the monitor. So I'll go right to the monitor now. That okay. what happens. Yeah, we got a close game like that. We had a we had a gut punch in Mexico City. Um, with the, it was DeJounte Murray who provided the, the you know, the heroics, and this time for it to be uh, one of the magic players was awesome. I mean, that's exactly what you hope for, you get a close game, and, but unfortunately you're up by 19, never should have come to that, you know, so you, you're kind of deflated, right, as you're, as you're coming down to it, that big Zach Levine three, you knew if he got his hands on it, he was going to make it, and as soon as he caught it, he had plenty of room, and you knew that that thing was going in, and on a night where he just struggled mightily to shoot the basketball, you're able to survive that, uh, going to Paulo. And listen, I, it, it wouldn't matter to me if Paulo missed that shot. Obviously, it's great for him and for his growth. And, you know, as, as magic broadcasters and fans, you want the magic to win. But the fact that they keep going to the guy, I think, is huge for the guy's growth. You're not going to make every game winner. You know, he had a chance to win the game against Atlanta, you know, wide open three, and that didn't go down. And in fact, you're probably going to miss more than you make. But right now, he's one, two out of three. You know, you go to him in Utah, and he's able to use the left hand. You go to him last night, and he, he immediately takes advantage of the mismatch. Why they put Alex Caruso on him, I'll never know. But backs him down, just bullies him right into the post and gets that little turnaround jumper. So I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was great. I thought it was great that they didn't lose that game because that would have been demoralizing coming into today, having let a 19 point lead get away in the fourth quarter. Yeah, especially
2: you know the Brooklyn game, it, it felt like a game that got away as well. You're sort of happy that within 24 hours you get a chance to get back out there. You drop that one yesterday, and then you have to sort of sit in it for
3: 48 hours yeah, uh, in <laughs> Chicago, Chicago and just wait for another crat, So, Well, um, I was joking around too, Jake, on the broadcast. I'm like, man, I wish this was the in-season tournament game because we're up 19, we could use that to erase that differential. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the next thing you know, as soon as I open my mouth, it's like a 50 to 10 run. I mean, it was re- <laughs> completely different. You'll learn the broadcaster jinx is very, very real, and, and you need yep, to
2: apply it in yes, the right spots. Make sure you identify... Certainly, whenever an opposing player gets to the free throw line and hasn't missed in twenty thirty tries, I want to get that one out there, no matter what. That's always that's easy money there. But uh, but no, you're right. I mean, look, it was it was a game where it felt like everything was going right, with the exception of the fact that nobody was making any shots at any point from any team. Like it was (laughs) yes yes correct. It was a throwback (laughs) to the late nineties, the 96-94 final nine of thirty three from three point range for the Chicago Bulls, eight of twenty eight. For the magic, and the best thing I can say about that is twenty eight. When you're twenty <laughs> 20 if you we're not shooting forty threes but <laughs> yeah, shooting right. at a twenty
3: eight percent clip, we're shooting 28 threes. Uh, but who would have thought six percent? Any point during that game when they started what one for sixteen or whatever was, who would have thought at any point that they would end up making more threes right than we did in the game? Right. I mean that's that that kind of tells the story right there too, doesn't it? Well, you, you got two in ten and ten seconds at the end of the game from Zach Levine,
2: who you know continues to be. At times, an unstoppable scorer. Nick Vucevic yeah. had a surge late in the fourth quarter. We knew he was going to have uh, something, you know, by the end of the night for you. He finished with 17 points, 9 rebounds. Levine with 19 points. They got 16 off the bench from Caruso. You're right. I, I mean, Patrick Williams is there for that reason. Alex Caruso is a 186 yeah. pounds. He weighs as much as I did in eighth grade. And he's trying to defend and <laughs> Caro in the post at the end of the game. I mean, I... I, I don't know exactly, look, Patrick Williams is on the opposite side of the floor. You and I talked about this a little bit before we hit air. Um, you, you know, you, when you have Franz Wagner on the floor, you, you've got two guys who may get the call in that moment. We call him fourth quarter Franz for a reason, and so Billy Donovan decided to put his best, biggest defender, and look, Caruso is their best defender, but he gives up five inches and in, in 70 pounds or something like that to Paolo Um So the Magic caught a break there, and look, you know, credit Paolo for recognizing it, for not coming off it. For you, you, the word bully is the exact way to describe yeah, what he did to yeah. Alex Caruso. I mean, he pounded right. him down a couple hard dribbles with his back to him. But um, if you're Chicago, you got to be frustrated with the way that thing ended. Not to mention the fact they still had over a second left. Patrick Williams dribbles the ball like four
3: times down the sideline, didn't even get a shot off. I mean, that was. Oh, that, that was incredible, right? Because the way that game was going, it was setting up for at he pulled the at he pulled the trigger from midcourt and got that off in time. He was going to make it. I did. There was no doubt in my mind. Just the way that that game had gone, the most unlikely of candidates. Did you grow it, up in you, Cleveland? That is spoken like a true Cleveland right. sports fan. it's <laughs> waiting for the other shoe to drop for sure. You're just waiting for it. You're expecting it. I know with the Deshaun Watson stuff. My goodness, I mean that's that's incredible. After you, you just we can't have nice things in Cleveland, right? No. Get the big. Come back, win, and now you're going to deal with that. But you're sitting there thinking, all right, here you go. You have this great, you have this big shot by Paolo, but there's still a second and a half, no timeouts, and he catches it at midcourt. So he's already, he's already within distance, you know, and and with his momentum moving forward, which is what you want to try to stop, right? Yeah, and I'm saying, I'm thinking to myself, don't foul. One, that's number one. And number two, you know, it's going to hit something. It's going to hit the rim, the back. like, it's going to be close. And he never got it off. I don't know how much time he thought was left, uh, but I think the magic caught a bullet. You know, dodged a bullet there. But it's uh, just a, a phenomenal job of, of execution on that last play. Everyone getting out of the way, letting Paulo do his thing, and he's got to hit it. You know, yeah, it's a yeah, it's an eight to ten footer. It caught every piece, every piece of the rim. Yes, it did. You watched it bounce and bounce and bounce, and that took another second too, by the way. Uh, as many times as it hit the rim. So you got. Listen, you count your blessings. You didn't have your best game. I I think I looked at it after. I'm trying to find it now. Um, But I think the the Bulls ended up shooting 40% from the floor. But I think they were uh, around 50 or 48% at the rim in the restricted area. They were 18 for 35 was what I read somewhere at the rim. I mean, they were missing. Layup after layup. Zach Bean missed a dunk, right? And if that happened in the dunk contest, Aaron Gordon would be hoisting the hardware. Just he couldn't miss one of them. So there was just it was just really bizarre all the misses that were happening. Booch missed a bunny right at the basket yep, in that fourth quarter. They just couldn't get anything to go. And then they found then when they found their rhythm, right back to turnover city, missing free throws there down the stretch, and then allowed the Bulls to get right back into it. But listen, I think you learned from it. Magic did not have their best game by far, right? So you, you struggled to score yourself. That's the thing. You know, you're looking at it saying, okay, they're just, you know, they're just one for eleven. Well, the Magic are for ten. And from beyond the arc, you know, start that game. So the fact you're able to hang in there, survive, get to the free throw wide, right about your average, and, uh, and come out of there with a victory. A game that I thought, I don't know how you felt, but it, it surprised me that they didn't have a lot more juice, the, the Bulls going into that game. With all the rumors and everything swirling around, I just thought they'd be fired up, come out, want to prove uh, against Orlando, kind of taking out on us, all the frustrations that they're feeling. And that didn't happen. I know they didn't have DeRozan, and I know they missed a lot at the rim, but it just felt like I, I just expected a completely different, not outcome necessarily, but a different effort level from the Bulls. Well, we talked about it yesterday. I mean, it, it felt like
2: w- with all the noise, and, and you're talking trade rumors, you're talking missing yeah, arguably the right. best player due to personal reasons, um, it, it, it felt like you were getting it one of two approaches. Either it was going to, to galvanize the group, or they were going to yes. come out and do what I think they did which was everybody's splinter. Everybody just sort of were was yep. doing their own thing for a half. That allows you to build up that 19-point lead. So the Magic took advantage of it, and then the competitive juices got going in the fourth quarter, and they aren't talented enough to be able to erase a lead like that um, with guys like Nick Vucevic and Zach Levine. So a, a few shots start falling. We kind of do our thing, which keeps happening, and, and, and we'll discuss it, but um, the, you know, this, we're having some second half collapses here. Fourth quarter defenses are different than first yeah. quarter defenses in this league. And when the paint gets packed, we have trouble loosening things, um, because we're, we're struggling to shoot the ball from the perimeter. So you kind of knew the surge was coming at some point, but look, I, I, I'll, I'll do two philosophies from two of my favorite people, Mo Wagner and Jamal Mosley. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Mo Wagner's philosophy. I think he said it a week or two ago, um, um, was was that you don't need to lose games to learn the lessons, yes. right? And yes. So I, so I, I like, love that, right? You got out of there with the W and and and, and with a, a laundry list of things to try to clean up. I'm sure Coach Mosley and the staff loves that as well. And then Coach Mosley continuously talks about how games aren't won or lost with the last second shot. Yes, Paulo is the one who delivered the last bucket of the game, but we would have totally lost that game had we not built up a 19 point cushion. True. And, and then you can withstand it. So, you know, the quarters one through three are just as important as quarter four in that context. And and I think the Magic did, look, they they knocked down their free throws for a majority of the night. 24 of yep. 30 yep. is still a good clip. That's 80%. You missed two clutch free throws. Paolo missed one and Anthony Black missed one uh, in the closing minutes. And so, you know, those mistakes are going to happen when the pressure ratchets up. Um, but And we're so, what is it about that building? You had the Suggs game winner last oh. year. Right, right. Steve, did you see this? No, the last six times the Magic have played the Bulls. If you combine the scores, okay, the Magic have scored 642 points and the Bulls have scored 641
3: points. I, I saw that. You so tweeted you that out. That is match. incredible. Isn't that nuts? That is incredible. And, I, and I'll throw one more thing at you. So we've got some sponsors with us on the trip, right? We've got some sponsors from City Beverage, uh, City National, and uh, Teleties, right? The City National folks were on this trip last year. So now so they're in the building with Jalen Suggs, and they showed me the video. We're sitting on the bus, uh, Eric and Jackson with City National Bank, and they showed me the video of them reacting, and they're huge Magic fans and cheering for that Jalen Suggs game winner. And then we hit the game winner, and I turn around, and there they are, a bit crazy again. Uh, so not only is it Chicago, it's with that group, when they come with us on the road as well. Yeah, there's something bizarre about this building. I, I don't know what it is, uh, but you can almost expect drama in some sort of theatrics, and we got it again last night. But I think, you know, your point is valid. You, you did shoot the ball well uh, from the from the free-throw line. The majority of the game, we just got to figure out a way to clean things up. You know, Coach Mosley always talks about it. They're working on these two-minute offenses, these two-minute games. Got the lead, down by one, whatever the scenario may be, and still needs to continue happening. You, you got to find a way To clean this thing up, you go into the fourth quarter, which is winning time. And that's when the pressure gets on you. And, you know, the magic are 22.9 points per game in the fourth quarter. That's 28 out of 30, you know, scoring is hard to come by very difficult for them to, to get points. So, uh, now somehow you're six and five, you'll be able to win some of those games, but the only teams that put up fewer points in the fourth are Portland and Phoenix, surprisingly, Mm. you know, with Kevin Durant. So you got to figure that out. You're shooting only, but 42% from the floor. Uh, in the fourth quarter and, you know, just under, uh, just under 67% from the free throw line. Mm. So there's certainly some things you can clean up and, and, but yeah, you know what, like Mo says, I'm not a big, uh, lose, so you can learn a lesson guy. Like let's win, let's figure it out. Let's move on. I think there's room for everybody to improve off of that last game, but you know, you, you still have a lot of problems. Cole Anthony, how big, how big was that? Needed to get him back on track. He seemed to find it. You don't win that game without him. And you know, you watch Goga. And okay, you know, you, you see the Laker game and he's got the five blocks. I think since then he's only got two or three, right? So he's not, you know, he's not been a huge rim presence as far as blocking shots, but he's solid. He stands his ground. The guy was always open. The guy is always, he's got a nose for the rim and the basketball and in, in, in timely situations where he just turns and cuts to the basket and he's all by himself and they find him every time. He's got great hands and, you know, he had a season high last night, so he was huge. You got some. It was, it was nice that it was kind of a couple new guys last night that contributed that we haven't seen the last couple of games. Yeah, Goga, the
2: double-double, 15 points, 11 boards, had two assists, two steals, and a block shot. Goga, and look, the defense, let's not underplay it. They gave up 33 points in the first half. That is an NBA season low. Oh, yeah. And so, I, I mean, oh, yes, yeah. the Bulls contributed to that with some of their offensive woes, but uh, the, our defense is going to keep us in every game. Yes. We the, I mean, we have one of the best three defenses in the league and one of the worst three offenses in the league. And so if right. we can just get the sort of league average, as far as the offensive output goes, we're going to be sitting pretty and we'll try again tomorrow night at, uh, at United Center. It'll be an in-season tournament game, of course,
3: against the Chicago Bulls pregame at 730. We'll tip it up at 8 o'clock. Oh, regardless right. of the outcome, that that uh, the, that game last night isn't going to hurt our defensive numbers. is it, Jake? No, <laughs> no, I don't
2: think so. No, it will not. And by the way, like like you mentioned the Lakers game, um, stocks, steals plus blocks. You go back the last two weeks, Magic have three players in the top 20 in the NBA as far as steals and blocks per game, and Gogo Batazzi is one of them. Jonathan Isaac is one of them, despite playing Ken, with, well, 14 minutes a night. And then, of course... Uh, Jalen Suggs on that list as well, but um, handsy defense. D, you know I like my handsy defense. I know it, you do. Got guys who do it both ways. Isaac, Bataze, Jalen, even Cole Anthony yes. and Paolo. Yeah. Um, you know we get a lot of deflections, but we get a lot of steals and we block shots as well. It's we don't have that rim protector, that guy who's going to erase sure, everything. Sure. But we kind of do it by committee,
3: and I think that's a good approach. Uh, Jalen Suggs, you got You're 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 still missing the cutoff, man. Jalen, you're still <laughs> missing the cutoff you're, you're you're busting your tail out there, but man, there's a couple of times a game where you just kind of reach in or drop the hammer right at the last second. But got to got to channel that incredible energy for good the entire game, and it's coming. Feels like it's coming. Still missing the cutoff, man. But he's close. But he's close. We're just in, just a little bit. Just a little
2: bit of ruining. Uh, we'll dug a break in here. We're coming back. The reigning NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets, are coming to town. That's going to be on Wednesday, November 22nd. See two-time NBA MVP, Nikola Jokic, Aaron Gordon, and the Nuggets as they square off against Paolo Banchero, Franz Wagner, and the rest of the Magic Squad at Amway Center. Buy your tickets today at orlandomagic.com and get ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here. 96 on the game. Magic fans, show your team spirit by purchasing an Orlando Magic specialty license plate today. Visit an authorized motor vehicle office near you to apply for the new plate today. A portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Orlando Magic Youth Foundation. The Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles also offers the opportunity to purchase gift certificates for specialty plates for your favorite Magic fans. Visit orlandomagic.com
3: slash license plate for more information. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Orlando. Take 5 Oil Change, proud partner of the Magic, is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Orlando area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. That means you won't even have time to show off your perfect jump shot or killer crossover. Take 5 is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic.
1: It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live, And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster has got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dumps. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash orlando magic
0: orlando magic fans secure your tickets for the 2023-24 season today with the fast break monthly pass with this pass you can be a part of our 35th anniversary season and enjoy at least three home games each month for only 49 dollars per month experience the magic from different angles all season you won't want to miss the action visit orlandomagic.com fastbreak to purchase the fast break monthly pass now How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance? Maybe decibels? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit.
1: By Star Credit Union, you inspire us to go the extra mile to meet your financial needs. That's why we offer Magic fans more banking options like better rates and no hidden fees. Our team is also dedicated to making the communities we serve stronger, volunteering our time and talents while donating millions to local nonprofits. By Star Credit Union, official credit union of the Orlando Magic. Visit ByStarCU.org. and go Magic!
0: The nba in-season tournament tips off this fall. As part of group play, the Orlando Magic will host two home games at Amway Center. They'll battle the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday, November 21st at 7 p.m., and the Boston Celtics on Friday, November 24th at 2.30 p.m. The stakes are high, and the team is ready for this exciting new challenge. Secure your tickets today at orlandomagic.com tournament and get ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic.
3: Wind it down. Paulo Bancairo is going to back down Caruso. Paulo goes to work. The right-handed hook is away. he's good. It drops through. Paulo Bancairo, the big fella. One point four to go. Chicago does not have a timeout. Inbounds pass to Patrick Williams. He doesn't get it off in time, and Paulo carries the magic to victory here in Chicago.
2: Oh, that's Dante Marcatelli on the call tonight. His yes. first game winner. Yes. Florida, Jeff Turner alongside this call of the game brought to you by Glyph from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit Glip.com to learn more. Dante, it doesn't matter the game. It always ends up the ones you least expect, right? I yeah, I'm sitting there at halftime last night going, what in the hell am I gonna talk about in this yes. second half of this game? I'm going through my notes. I'm I'm pulling out all the, you know, okay, we'll talk about Julian Phillips or whatever. And, right. And then of course the lead slips away and it, the one piece of advice the one thing i always keep in the back of my mind while i'm trying to call these games is you got to meet the moment
3: and you met it last night that had to have been a whole lot of fun oh. twitter on the call for Belly sports florida well i appreciate it man that means a lot you, you want to get it right you don't. Know? you want to get the right player and you want to you want to make sure you see <laughs> that he made the basket or not so that was fun to to be able to call that and then you know just. You know, you're expecting a timeout in that situation and I I did know that Chicago didn't have any timeouts left so I knew that you know you, you can't get into it too much with the celebration and the elaboration on the call because they're coming right back at you right and and if you say that's ball game they did it game winner game over Paolo big then he hits a shot from half court oh my goodness you, know, you, don't, want, you don't want to do that so uh, you know I, I you know you'd like to have been ball game let's walk it off we're out of here you know as far as that goes but realizing that they had time for one more shot and you know Patrick Williams was the only one in the building that didn't know how much time was left thankfully so never got that last shot off but it was fun it was awesome it was it was it was kind of bizarre though Jake because it felt like the magic were up 18 the entire game and then you know it's Chicago hits a couple threes or they get a steal and then you look up and you're like man Jeff this is a six point game yeah this is seven you got to be careful here now with three minutes left this is this is very winnable for the chicago bulls so as as much as it felt like it was never in doubt kind of got a little bit in doubt there in the last couple of minutes so a great win for this magic team and it was fun to fun to be a part of that fun to fun to get to have that seat to to kind of witness it firsthand let's
2: get quickly into our magic look at it's powered by Ticketmaster. we've got chicago tomorrow night that'll be game number two of the in-season tournament. Sunday, we see the Indiana Pacers in Indiana. That is going to be a whole lot of fun. That team is scoring points at an historic rate right now. Tyrese Halliburton is submitting an MVP uh, caliber season up to this point. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. And, uh, of course, we know Gary Harris will have his A game in mind every time he heads back to Indiana. He seems uh, to perform sort of um, uh, a little bit better than generally and then we'll see on Tuesday, November 21st, back at Amway Center, Toronto. And that'll be part of the in-season tournament as well. Um, we will see the very next. Na- that is a brutal week next week, Dante. Wednesday, we get 10 oh, on the second night of a back-to-back. Thursday, we get fat and happy for Thanksgiving. And then Friday at 2.30 for crying out loud. I mean, the mashed potato is still going to be digesting at that point. <laughs> the Boston Celtics come to town. And that'll be our last game of the NBA in-season tournament. Um, Dante, that's going to do it for Magic Drive Time. We're already out of time. It, the shows go by very quickly when you win on a walk-off, uh, or not necessarily a walk-off. A, uh, yeah, well, winning is good. Winning is eventual good. Eventual game-winning bucket. Winning is good. Losing is bad. Enjoy your day in Chicago. D, get some Christmas shopping done. Um, I'm wearing an extra large these days in case uh, you need ID. <laughs> you got it. We'll talk yeah, tomorrow. About. Another edition of Magic Drive Time. He's <laughs> Dante. I'm Jake. Jersey, coming your way. <laughs> We're back on Friday. Have a great night, everybody.